Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash. A slightly different episode this week where we'll just go through how our fantasy teams got on in week 16, sharing the highs and lows of fantasy football. As always, thanks for joining us and if you enjoy the next 20 minutes or so, please do follow the show and give us a five-star rating. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. So let's just take a moment to remember those that have fallen, those that make it to the playoffs by the skin of their teeth and then pathetically barely scrape together triple digits or uh, or worse still, have their three wide receivers score a combined total of three points. So looking at the scores from last week, unsurprisingly, if you can't tell from the tone, I scored 74 points and lost. Charlie scored 100 points and lost. Well, score late, 116 points and won and then through to the next round. So we'll come on to that fantastic news in a minute. <laughs> but, uh, but Charlie, so so one and done for the playoffs. We got in, we scraped in, but um, but but yeah, tell us about yours first. So you... You lost and lost by forty three in the end. So it always was always going to be an uphill battle against James, wasn't it? I think the predictions, even throughout the weekend, the Christmas weekend, you were predicted to lose. Um was it was it as simple as that? The fact that Hawkinson, his tight end, uh, got him thirty five point nine points. Um and was it three touchdowns he got? I mean, absolutely insane. Um sorry, two touchdowns and 109 yards receiving, 13 catches. Like, come off it. Like, who's this? Who does this clown think he is? Like, playing against me, first round at playoff, putting up those numbers. It's just disgusting. I mean, if he scores um, 10 points, it's it's closer, isn't it? Or you can you can kind of see something. But yeah, yeah. It's and it, and it sort of that that set the tone really. Uh, I mean, after Hawkinson was uh, had, had put that score up. I think it was predicted 170 odd points, uh, and I was sort of around 110, 120 uh, for pretty much the whole way. And then, uh, I mean, I could have put a better team out, but still not. I, I couldn't have competed with, um, with with 143, um, which which he'd put up quite easily. I think my um, optimal. Lineup would have got me a few more points. I had Dak on my bench, who got me thirty-three, uh, as opposed to Tua, who, uh, let's face it, if you've got Tua as your starting quarterback, you probably aren't in the playoffs anymore. Um, he has folded uh, horrendously over the last few weeks, and he's never really recovered after he took that big concussion hit and then played the following week, and yeah, that whole debacle. So. It'll be interesting to see what where he get, ends up getting drafted next year and how he plays next year. Uh, I know I'm already looking into drafts next year because uh, my game's done. A long old off season. Yeah, apart from Tua, <laughs> apart from Tua, it's uh, basic game from Etn. Uh, a good game from Waddle, but um, yeah, n- nobody really did anything spectacular. Big disappointment from Aaron Jones. Big disappointment from Stefan Diggs, who were who were two of my. Well, they are number one and two drafted overall. So 
um, for Stefan Diggs to do to get me four point six points and uh, and Aaron Jones five point four. I mean, I don't really know what's happening with either of them, but Aaron Jones, what's going on in Green Bay? Like, get the guy the ball. Uh, he's without doubt your best player, and they're just not using him. So yeah, but even if I even if they'd scored well, I think I was still gonna uh, come away with a loss. So I'd sort of. Uh, I was aware of that going into going into last week, so I'm not too disheartened. And uh, yeah, already putting plans into place for next year. So looking back, immediate reaction: anything that you could have done different or a bit better this season? I mean, I was happy with my uh, first overall pick with Diggs, um, Jones being my number two. Let me down. Uh, I probably would have wouldn't have taken him. Uh, he's been very hit and miss. Uh, but then the big one, I think, was uh, taking Kyler Murray instead of Hurts. Obviously, you were sat on the side of me and being a kind guy I am. You've been an Eagles fan. I let you have him while I'll have Murray because I didn't really think there was much between the two of them. I couldn't have been more wrong there. Uh, I should have just taken him uh, and let you you uh, you pick somebody else. But um, yeah, apart from that, I, I, there's just been a lot of people that, I expected big things from that have underperformed. Uh, Pittman being one of them, I took him in the third round and thought I'd got a real win there. Uh, and he's not he's not done anything all season, so it's it's felt like a bit of an uphill battle uh, just from uh, from my draft. Um, apart from the fact I binned off Tyler Lockett uh, after miss uh, picking him up by mistake uh, and trading him early doors, um, I've had a bit of a stinker from the get go, really. So uh, yeah, it, I'm lucky to even get in the playoffs. The infamous ghost pick. We're here for you, though, Tom. We are here for you, pal. So if you ever need somebody to speak to, just just let me know. Here's <laughs> a few to see. You're in the second round of the playoffs. Um, so so I'll continue the theme of wallowing and uh, and talk about my weekend. Um, so I lost by fifty, which is massive, really, considering that we were predicted very similar, both around 100 points, 105 points leading up to the weekend, even throughout, really, apart from maybe Sunday late on. Um, looking back at my team, there's nothing else that I could have done. I was looking along the waivers all week. Um, I didn't really score too many extra points off the bench. Took a few gambles. Uh, Sam Darnold at quarterback, which paid off a bit, 23 points. Um, but some of the others caved out on at tight end. Marquis Goodwin, I thought I'd score a bit with with Lockett. Speak of the devil, been out last week. Um, Adam Thielen got dropped by by one of the lads early last week, and I thought again. I know they got Hawkinson. I know they got Jefferson. KJ Osborne's hitting a bit of form, but I thought Thielen might do okay. But no, one point. So so yeah, a couple of like I, said, I wouldn't necessarily say gambles because because what I had instead wouldn't have scored much better, but. But yeah, just an awful week, really. And then, and then, as Kyle started with Zay Jones on Thursday night with I don't know what three points, I was quite confident, which turned out to be wildly incorrect. Um, so yeah, so that's so that's me as well, one and done. I think for me, looking back, no specific players necessarily. Possibly thinking now about the draft, Travis Kelsey, someone like that. There's no other tight end like him. There's been a lot of injuries throughout running back. Receiver, I know Jefferson's not got injured. Diggs has done well. Um, one or two of your top picks, your Henry's done well, Eckler's done well, but it's kind of a toss of a coin whether those positions seem to get injured, whereas Kelsey, Josh Allen, 
home runs. You know what you're getting week in, week out, and uh, and seemingly bulletproof as well, not getting injured. Um, and then other than that, maybe being slightly more aggressive when trading. I think I only made a couple of trades, and they were almost kind of a like-for-like, middle-of-the-pack trades, just almost for the sake of doing something, not really going after anyone that I thought was was worth anything or, or even trading anyone away with any decent stock. So, so yeah, possibly that really, especially with with a definitely a winnable matchup this last week, but um, but not meant to be. I think been busy um, on waivers though. Yeah, yeah, fair bit, and and, and done all right actually. With some of the pickups, or or try to look ahead for picking up some what some some kind of number two running backs that look like the they're going to do well in three or four weeks and some have paid off some some not so much but um yeah just looking at the waiver waiver movement now uh you and scully are third and fourth um scully being third you fourth in terms of waiver pickups um so yeah very active on there um mm. but yeah not maybe not I, I get what you're saying about your trades a bit more sort of just moving a player that maybe suits you or and not really picking up anybody that was really making a massive difference to your team. I mean, he had a head start, though, by not drafting a defence or a kicker, so he was already top of the wafer pile. <laughs> yeah, well, week one, yeah, to drop a couple and pick some up. Yeah, which, again, I think if, I'd, if I could have, looking back now, if I could have, I mean, I'd have gone for the Bills defence, which I don't know, probably top five defence, so they're not necessarily top. Kicker, Tucker, again, I'd expect he's probably top five, but not necessarily number one. So possibly do that again. I don't know, I've picked up, dropped, if there's something better available, but um, and then stuck with it if it's like San Fran these last few weeks that are, I think, number three overall defence. So, Was it you that um, traded out the Eagles' defence as well when they were on their bye? That was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking just back, just dropped them. Yeah, I think I did, and I, and I think just because I had a couple of maybe running backs, receivers that I thought not even that good, but could be good in the next few weeks. So I don't want to let them go, and I'll just pick up another defense. Um, so yeah, that would have been that would have been a good one to keep hold of. So yeah, maybe maybe learn from that. Credit where credit's due, though, to uh, to Ryan. He came out of nowhere and and won your division. Ryan. <laughs> 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 Kyle, Generally. we know you're listening. We know you're not Ryan. Well, me and Tom, me and Scully, me and Charlie know you're not Ryan. <laughs> Genuinely, still believe he's called Ryan. <laughs> I know he's so, proper yeah. gunning to beat you as well this week, Scully. I know we're getting <laughs> on to your team. Well, I spoke to him yesterday, and he is absolutely gunning to beat you, purely based on that Ramondre Ramondre Stevenson trade that you threw in. <laughs> We discussed it on the pod. He's still fuming and he wants to take you down desperately. <laughs> it'd be so bad as well if Stevenson's out because he's, he's questionable at the moment as well. So um, we'll see. We'll come see. on, come on. We'll go on to you, Scully. Repping the pod, making it through to the next round. Um, let's have a look. So you won, you won by two points against Midi. Um, so real squeaky bum time. Came down to the last game. Eckler. Not his best of games, but a very, very good 23 points. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell us about it. Tell us how you were feeling throughout. Out midded midday. It was, uh, <laughs> it was the one we've all been waiting for all season. He's beat me twice in the regular season, but 
that's it. I think he beat me twice in the regular season last season as well. So it's it's one one in five for me against him. But uh, it's the one that matters. So sorry, little man. You're done. Not sorry. And looking at, let's have a look. So yeah, so talking of Stevenson, scored just the three points, um, but a but a very solid bench as well. And everyone else seemed to score pretty well for you. Um, which again, you won. I guess there's no regrets when you win, but but the bench looked solid. Um, I mean, look at his looking at his team. Maybe maybe he outsmarted himself as well. So he had three tight ends on his roster: Juwan Johnson, who scored two points; Tyler Conklin, who scored seven; and Dallas Goddard, who scored nine points. He he started Johnson, so he starts either of the other two, and he uh, he goes through. My heart's absolutely bleeding for him. <laughs> Did you did you see the Chargers game where Keenan Allen stepped out of bounds? Mate, a toe's a toe. Don't know what else what else <laughs> if, I could say. If he's if he doesn't take if he if he keeps that toe in bounds, he goes in, takes takes it in for the touchdown, and Midi gets the win. That that blade of grass had paint on it. I don't I don't <laughs> know how how clear you want it to be. Wow. I'm with you. I'm with you. He was out, but it, you you've scraped through by literally a blade of grass. Uh, they'll, they'll not remember that on the record, so <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, but no, I mean for me, pretty pretty solid week, but a pretty average week. Like you said, left a left a few points on my bench as well. James Cook had a had a really good week for him. Algier as well. He's he's trending in the right direction. Uh, Dotson, he's he's been good of late as well. Left them left them all on my bench. Uh, but luckily, it's um, it's worked out for me. Daniel Jones justified uh, his start, 22 points. Eckley, you've mentioned. St. Brown, again, another all right week by his standards with 14.5 points. Uh, I went to pick Drake London this week. He had a decent game with 14.5 points. Um, Schultz. 7.3, so not bad, but when you're going up against uh, Johnson with 1.9, it's a win's a win. Uh, AJ Brown, 16.5 points, and then my kicker didn't do too much, but my Ravens defense stood up with, with 10 points. So that's it, through to the uh, next round to um, to beat Ryan, to set yeah. up potentially an all-scorely final. Well, I was going to say you've done very well to avoid James there, which uh, again I kind of think's predicted quite quite high. Um, and as it stands so far, you predicted to to win next round as well by twenty points. And I noticed just before we come on, you dropped James Cook and you dropped Chark. Is that right? Yeah. Who both look like they've been doing well in recent weeks. So, what's the thinking behind that? So Eckler's questionable, so I've picked up Kelly. Because if Eckler's out, Kelly will be the the main back for for the Chargers. So that that was my thinking behind that. The other one was picking up um, Jelani Woods. So as my uh, as my tight end because Schultz plays tonight, and I've been bitten a few times by starting people on the Thursday night game. So I, I wanted to get away from that, but also Jelani Woods has been pretty good. Schultz has been so inconsistent. I can't I can't trust him to put up a big number. Uh, Jelani Woods he might get the ten points that is predicted 
So um, that's my reasoning Brave behind move, that, man. really. Brave move. <laughs> Definitely with a tight end. And, and I think picking up Kelly, just in case Eckler gets injured, that sounds... That sounds a bit like a strategy. Mm. Interesting. Um, How cool. are you feeling going into it? Are you confident? Obviously, we know that the predictions that the app gives you mean next to nothing most of the time, and obviously 20 points difference there. But you've got Eckler, Stevenson, and AJ Brown all questionable. Obviously, Brown won't be playing or is unlikely to play a full game with... Uh... Go on. Your mate. Hurts. Hurts, that's it. I went Hertz. blank then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Hurts, I still, yeah, he's not, he's not definitely out, but I'm, I'm pretty certain he will be. I think they'll possibly rest him all, all the rest of the regular season if we can get one more win. I think if you go, if you get a lead, I think they'll probably sit him. So, are you, how are you feeling about your, your, potential number one receiver not having his number one quarterback for the full game? Fine, he didn't have it. He didn't have it last week, and he still scored pretty well. So, or decent, decent enough anyway. He's only predicted 14 points this week anyway. If he does start, so I'm I'm fine with that. If 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 he's out, I've got either Dotson or London to come in. Um, the same with if Eckler or Stevenson are out, I'll just move Algier out of the flex option. And um, put either Dotson or London into that option as well. So I, th- I think I'm I think I'm in an all right position. I think his side as well, not being predicted that much. I know that doesn't count for anything, but they're usually not too far away. So I think it's uh, I've got quite a bit of a cushion that if some of those players are out, then I've got enough depth on my bench to for somebody to come in yeah yeah well let's hope so and let's hope that there's one of us through to the championship round and then uh, and then fingers crossed maybe even goes all the way um and it feels like this season probably more than any other season that that we've played fantasy football that these last couple of weeks not only injuries but we know that this week there might be one or two rested but certainly next week once divisions are tied up seedings are tied up um, and there's a lot of free agents out there that I can imagine will be available on most waiver wires that scored big points last week. So so a few that I wanted to pick out. So Kendrick Bourne for the Patriots, 25 points. Shane Zilstra of the Lions tight end scored 25 points. Hodgins for the Giants, 22. And Dorch for the Cardinals scored 22 as well. So some massive scores there for for I think barely even rostered at all. Um and then even this upcoming week, so Gardner Minshew, so he scored twenty six points last week. So as we mentioned, however long Hertz is out for, if it's possibly this week. Um but if Eagles get a win then Hertz will definitely be out for next week. They'll they'll rest him out of thought. So Minshew's won there. Uh what Raiders benching Derek Carr and then Titans benching Tannehill and then looking like benching Malik Willis as well. There's a there's a few starters that there's a few what your Derek Henrys of the worlds that are they going to get rested as well if they get a win or they get rested this week and then ready for the Jags next week, um, and then the other one that I noticed on the NFL.com Startem Sitem, so Startem top of their list is the Texans running back Royce Freeman, 
So there's a lot of players there that should be free agents that I'd have thought you should be able to pick up. Um, Scully, I saw that you, like you said, Jelani Woods. Anyone else on there that you're considering? Or I can't imagine anyone else is going to strengthen your team. Like we've mentioned Kelly. I don't think there's anyone else. There's not anyone else really down the Eagles roster at receiver that, that you could do. I guess you wouldn't want to pick anyone further down the Falcons receiver depth chart either, just in case London goes out, anyone like that. So, so yeah, we'll see. And, and I guess you p- picked up the Sean Watson, didn't you? So is that just a bit precautionary, just in case Daniel Jones, anything happens with him or, or maybe even the Sean Watson shows signs of being a decent footballer again this weekend? I think a bit of both on that, yeah. So if if they do see that it starts to click a little bit more this, this week. I mean, last week was, was a little bit difficult because of the conditions. It was like minus a billion. Um, and they were, they've complained about the... Um, the ball being really slippery, etc., which is why they had quite a few drop catches. But he looked pretty decent, Watson. Uh, it just begs the the question: Why didn't they run the ball more? Because that's exactly what um, the other team did, and they won. But but anyway, yeah, Watson's there because he he has the potential to be brilliant. Um, and like you said, if if anything should happen to Daniel Jones, but for for now, Daniel Jones is my starter. The only other one that I've thought about on on waivers is Haskins and that's because uh, Derek Henry might be uh, might be out this week but again it's a Thursday it's a Thursday night game so it's tonight so I'm probably going to go nowhere near that because uh, if if it had been a Sunday game um, I'd have probably probably contemplated it but uh, but no not I don't want to put him in Derek Henry start tonight and then be a completely wasted um, a roster spot. But other than that, I think uh, I think I'm good until next week. And that's that. Congratulations again to Scully and to Kyle and James and Tom. Yes, there is a fourth Tom in our league. Uh, well done to all those making it through to the semi-final round. Keep sending in your messages to hello at twotoms1ash.com letting us know how your fantasy teams are getting on or just to revel in our misery. Thanks again for listening. See you on the next one.